There are five and a half million jobs open in America, and it's time to get to work. At ExpressPros.com, you can apply for a new job today. Apply now at ExpressPros.com for skilled labor jobs like drivers, forklift operators, welders, and programmers, as well as administrative jobs, customer service, and accounting positions. Express also hires for positions in the medical industry, such as billing, coding, data entry, and record keeping. Each Express office is locally owned and operated and is invested in the success of their community. And 75% of the people who have a job are open to a new job or actively looking for a new job. With more than 770 Express locations, you'll find the nearest one at ExpressPros.com. There are no fees for job seekers, and with one application, you apply for a variety of top jobs in your community. Express takes pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Go to ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Okay, welcome back to Coast to Coast. Jim Paris with us. How to pray for a financial miracle. By the way, the book will take you three or four hours to read. That's how fast. But, Jim, you were saying you had you prayed, but in a different way. What would you do? Yeah, so for years, as I was saying, George, I, I prayed in a way that was not working, which was I would go to God and say, this is my plan, and please bless my plan. And I was sincere, and, you know, I, I don't think there's anything really – wrong with my heart in in doing that, but I was missing the point, which was I changed the way that I prayed, and that's what I talk about a lot in the book, the the idea of going to God with a blank slate and saying, God, what is your plan for me? And so many times I see this funny bumper sticker people have, and it says, God is my co-pilot, and that's what I was doing. Uh, God is my co-pilot, but what I want to do is God is my pilot, and I'm the co-pilot. And, and that was the change that I made that totally revolutionized my, my life. And um, it, it's all based on the premise that God still speaks to us today. And so I would do these prayer sessions, George, where I would go to the beach or to the park, and I'd bring a yellow pad, and I would ask God, what is it that you want me to do? And then I would shut up, and I would listen, and without questioning what was coming to mind, I would write down everything that I felt like was was being impressed upon my mind, and I got so many ideas, so much direction, so much information, I filled up pages and pages of those yellow pads, and I talk about, you know, in the book, the idea that, well, you just don't run with those ideas because you had that thought in one prayer session, but a process of praying again and and, and thinking through those things and, and, and trying to see, you know, exactly what God is directing you to do. Uh, but it was a whole different way of praying, and I started sharing with people because people were saying, "Wow, what's going on with you? You've your your life is turning around. You're like a different person. You're now happy. You have hope. You're doing all these things. You know what have you done?" And I I would just share with people, you know, my my prayer method, and people would say, "You need to write that down. You need to put that in writing. You need to put a book together. People need to know this." And you know, my reaction to that, George, was. Really? I mean, I'm just praying, and I'm waiting to hear from God. I, I didn't really think it was anything all that revolutionary. And I tell people, you don't need to buy my book to pray. Just, you know, go pray and, and listen to what God uh, has to tell you. But people are really interested in the specifics of kind of my prayer method and how it evolved over the years and um, what prayer is, because, you know, it's one of the most interesting parts of faith is praying. And, right. and the question, can God really 
communicate with us today. I remember when uh, Pat Robertson was w- running for president, you know, years and years ago, and he had made the comment to a reporter that he actually heard from God. And I think that was the end of his presidential That was it. That, that, that was it. He would have been better off saying a UFO landed on his backyard. Right. This guy's crazy. He actually heard it from God, and so he can't be our president. Um, I just couldn't disagree more with that idea that, I mean, if prayer is just that we uh, place an order like at the drive through at McDonald's and we say, God, this is what I want. I'll take a number one with a, a large Diet Coke. If that's what prayer is, uh, boy, I'm telling you, it, that, that doesn't work, number one. Number two, there's no basis for that, for prayer being just a one-way communication in any faith system. And I'm a Christian, and that's not biblically what prayer is. Prayer is a two-way communication. But yet me sharing this is somehow like new information to people. And people who do this, by and large, I will tell you that some people will respond to me and send me emails and say, I prayed like you said in the book, and nothing. I'm hearing nothing. And I go back and forth with those folks, and I think there's some reasons that that can happen. But by and large, most people tell me, wow, I've never done this. I'm listening to God, and I'm getting information, and the information I'm getting is I know from God because I would never think of these things. And that's the same thing that happened with me, and it gives me chills to even to even say this, because uh, when you actually sit down in a quiet place and you talk to the God of the universe, the creator of the universe, and you say, I'm here asking for wisdom, I'm here asking for direction, and you humble yourself and you've got your yellow pad and your, 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 your pencil or pen, and you start listening, uh, man, that is a powerful moment in your life, and you will just be transformed with what the experience will be if you simply try that. If you don't believe me, just go try it and see what happens. Now, is it give and take when you pray for a miracle? It doesn't necessarily have to be just financial. If you pray for a miracle, is there something you need to give up in exchange? Well, I I, I always, in the book, I talk about a concept called joint venturing with God. And there's a saying called pray as, it goes like this, pray as if it all depends on God and work as if it all depends on you. And that quote is from Ignatius. And I really believe in that concept, the idea that I'm going to pray, I'm going to humble myself, I'm going to take an hour or two in a prayer session, turn off my cell phone, my iPad, all of the electronics, and I'm going to listen to what God is directing me to do. And I'm going to write down those things, and then I'm going to take action on those things. So one of the things I talk about in the book is what I call the the bag of money prayer, which is what so many people do, which is they simply come up with an amount. They say, I need $1,100 by Friday, and that's the prayer. I need $1,100 by Friday. Can you please, God, give me the $1,100 by Friday? And I point out in the book why that's such a big mistake, and it's very short-sighted when you're thinking that way. And I'm not saying God doesn't answer those prayers, because I believe he does, but I think that that there's something that's at a much higher level that is there for us, which is to ask God to help you to find a solution to your ongoing shortfall and to ask him to direct you into maybe a new career or a new opportunity, a new way to be able to not continue to run $1,100 short every month. 
I think that's a higher level of prayer, and I think that's where people should be focused instead of focused on just praying for that bag of money to show up on a certain day. Um, but if you are short $1,100, pray for $1,100. Ask God what you can do to come up with that $1,100. Uh, it might mean, George, you're asking, what could you give up? Maybe you'll have to have a big garage sale and sell some things. Or maybe something, right. To do some, maybe take a, a, an Uber job or do some side work or something else to come up with that $1,100. So it's not just that I'm going to pray and God's going to deliver a bag of money, but God's going to give me the information I need at a minimum to show me what I need to do, and then it becomes a joint venture with God, me taking that information and then acting on it. Jim, how do you know it's God? How do you know that it's God on the other side, and it's not just you? For some reason, prayer stimulates whatever powers we have within ourselves, and we do it. How do yeah, we know so, that? So I have two, two answers to that, because people ask me this so much. How do you know if that great idea really came from God or if you came up with it? And my first answer is a little bit glib. I say, well, even if it came just from you and it was a great idea and it worked out, you know, take it. I mean, fine. Run with um, it, right? Yeah. I mean, we're created by God, so the idea that we come up with an idea without God's involvement is kind of a silly concept, but some people might think that. But here's the deal. A couple of things. The more time you spend in prayer, the more you will hear God's voice, and you'll know God's voice, number one. Number two, I don't suggest in the book that people just run off in a direction because they feel like they got uh, some information in one short prayer session, that they just run off and, honey, we're selling the house, we're moving to the East Coast, <laughs> we're, we're doing something totally different because I went to the beach for an hour and I prayed. Um, I think there's wisdom by getting counsel from other people who you ask to pray for you and ask them if they're hearing the same thing from God about your situation. Uh, people that are close to you, especially your spouse, people in your immediate family, people uh, that share the same faith with you. And, and also by having multiple prayer sessions, you'll do what I call in the book, refining those ideas. So you'll be able to really think through those ideas and refine those ideas with additional prayer and continuing to ask God for wisdom. It's an amazing thing. Uh, I'm a Christian, so my faith system is, is the Bible. And the Bible says if you ask God for wisdom, he'll give it to you. And I talk a lot about this in the book because I say, wow, if you could only get one thing and you could ask for wisdom, that's not just an answer to today's problem, but it's giving you a skill to be able to solve problems for the rest of your life. And so I always ask God for wisdom in all my prayer time, because I think, you know, maybe part of it is me coming up with the answer, but the wisdom that gave me the ability to do that ultimately came from God also. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.